Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. 6.30 Chad Inside Sports with Reed Wilkins. Weekdays at 6 on 6.30 Chad. We're gonna win the Stanley Cup even with all the restrictions. I'm not predicting this premonition of fictionless fact. We are the city of chance bringing that moniker back. Taking a sneak peek as we creep. Gene Principe rapping. The song is called Ghost of Our Past. The uh, Chew the Producer, local music producer, great guy. We've had him on before. He is the genius behind the song. And uh, they are both going to join me after the 7.30 news. So I'm really looking forward to that. Gene Principe branching out into rap. He is one in a million. Awesome stuff. In the NHL tonight, Canucks and Wild are scoreless early in the second, as are the Maple Leafs and Lightning. Dallas and Calgary just getting underway. The Flames clinch the Pacific with a victory tonight. Rangers taking it to the Islanders. It's 5-1 after two. Kreider has his 51st. Cop got a natural hat trick in the first period. Jets and Hurricanes 2-2 in the third. Also in the third, Pitt up 3-0 on Boston. Sabres leading the Devils 4-2. Florida up 5-2 on the Wings. And Philadelphia with a 4-2 edge on the Montreal Canadiens. Oil Kings just getting underway. Playoff opener against Lethbridge at Rogers Place. The Blue Jays won this afternoon 3-2 over Boston Oilers and Avalanche tomorrow. We had Connor McGahee on the show earlier. Uh, Avalanche play-by-play voice as uh, they're getting ready here for the postseason and uh, pressure on their big guys to to go deep. And what did Nathan McKinnon say after they were eliminated last year? I, I haven't won blank yet. So uh, they are fired up. The Oilers' big guys are trying to put a couple of uh, very short and disappointing playoff runs behind them. And uh, that'll be the matchup tomorrow at Rogers Place with five games left in the regular season for Edmonton. Furnace Family Oilers Hockey, 5.30 face-off show game at 7. And yes, the Oilers clinch with a victory tonight. The Oilers cannot clinch tonight, regardless of what happens around the league or with Vancouver. They cannot clinch a playoff spot tonight, but they could do it tomorrow. 50 shots last night against Dallas, capped off with Connor McDavid's empty net goal. There have been several games recently where the Oilers have been pumping a lot of shots on the other team's net. I asked... Head coach Jay Woodcroft today, do you set a, a, a goal going into games? How many shots you want? What kind of things do you talk about? Coaching staff, I don't believe in talking necessarily about the end result. So saying, okay, we want an 80-shot attempt night tonight. Um, that's not where our our focus goes to. We talk a, a lot about the process that leads to those numbers or the tactics that lead to those numbers in a way we want to play the game or um, uh, you know so for us you know exa- for an example we'd want to, to shoot the puck to break teams down because we think when you shoot the puck uh, it forces the other team to turn and solve a problem and last night we did a good job with that we ended up with 50 shots on net 
Something that uh, Rob Brown talks about, usually in pertaining to the power play, but getting a shot and forcing defenders to turn. Maybe there's going to be a rebound. Maybe it might be blocked. Maybe it doesn't get through, but it might create some chaos for some defenders. Oddly enough, a couple of long (laughs) extended forechecking sessions for the Oilers yesterday, including that one late in the first period, didn't result in any shots. The uh, top two lines handled the puck a lot there, but they didn't get a shot on goal. But nonetheless, still a pretty busy night for Edmonton in the offensive zone. That's a good sign here going toward the playoffs. 780-496-0063 is the hotline presented by CertainTeed, the pro's choice for roofing, siding, drywall, insulation, and ceiling systems. CertainTeed Pro all the way. Kellen, I understand we have some old-fashioned written correspondence? Yes. Uh, well, <laughs> are they old-fashioned or new-fashioned if they're electronically sent? I guess it's it's kind of a hybrid. It's a message. It's sun, a hybrid. Right? Yes. Yeah. There we go. So, uh, hey, Reed, great game last night. Good to see the boys coming together at the right time. Last night was a great example of bending but not breaking. We want the cup. Go Oilers. That's from Andrew D. Yeah, and I think he... Bend but not break, how well you handle stress. I, I think, though, that's a very relevant way to put it. There aren't a lot of games, especially once you get into the postseason, where you're going to take it to a, a team for 60 minutes. And then the margins of victory can be quite small. So can you do, sometimes it might be just enough to get a victory. It might be a, a, a bounce, an unlikely goal scorer, a goaltender coming up big. And when Dallas did have a push, for the most part, the Oilers handled it quite well. And I do think that's a good sign. I I, I know blowouts are, are fun if you're a fan of that team. Stress-free victories can be fun if you're a fan of the, the winning team. But I always say, you know, show me a team where they, they, they can play games in which things don't go perfectly, but they can still get the victory. You know, can you, can you win with your B game or even your C game or with your top guys being shut down or with an injury or two? And the Oilers look more like that type of team lately. Well, there we go. Excellent. Uh, got some rap too. So I'll put on my rap voice. Oh this my one God. was sent in oh, as you're going to wrap. You're going to wrap somebody else's lyrics. That's right. Well, uh, this is it for me, everybody. It's been a pleasure. <laughs> Exactly. Uh, You can catch us, uh, you know, elsewhere. But anyway, um, so this one came in without a a name to it, but uh, it writes, How about long enough in this hockey drought, Oilers will win without a doubt. That's it. That's they only sent okay, two lines. Okay, short and sweet. Yeah, yep, there we go. <laughs> <laughs> it's, I think people are just sending in their works in progress. Yeah, they're there just we go. comfortable saying, "Hey, what do you what do you think?" I I would encourage that person to keep working on that. Maybe lay it down. Send me the audio. Yeah, absolutely. We'll workshop it. <laughs> <laughs> right on. Uh, whoa! Did you say we could win a can am or a canned ham? Uh, let's. That's from Zen on the text line. Let's get it spe- uh, specified right now. It's canned hams, not a can am, not the the thing you cruise around in in the backwoods or whatever. Uh, canned hams. As oh in, yeah, I probably just got store. sloppy in my pronunciation. I apologize. It is a canned <laughs> ham. Yes, we're not giving yeah. away. Well, sorry, what did I say? A type of car. Uh, it's well, can ams are like uh, four wheelers. They're like oh, ATV. sorry. Okay, yeah. yes. No, we don't. Well, not yet. Don't, never say never. Yeah, exactly. We, <laughs> we, we never know what we'll think of next. There we go. And then this final one, again, no name to it, but read my guy. Could you please hook me up with Jack's call uh, when the Oilers clinched five years ago against the Kings? So uh, 
Reed, if you'll indulge me for a second. I have the call here. Uh, yeah, fired off. From that game. Here we go. This is the final seconds of that game against the Kings. Oilers come up with it. Edmonton 2, Los Angeles 1. And one of the most storied franchises in the history of the National Hockey League has reclaimed its birthright by stamping its ticket to the playoffs. Okay, here's what we're going to do, Kellen. I, I think I'm guessing that that texture wants the whole extended sequence. Okay. Uh, so I, I'm going to get that, and we'll play it after the 7.30 news. So we got Kelly Rudy coming up. Sounds and good. And after the 7.30 news, for that texture and other people, we'll play Jack's extended call of the final minute five years ago, clinching against L.A., and then we'll get Gene and uh, Shu, the producer, on, and then Mooner. So that's what we're going to do here over the next 45 minutes. So to Sounds that good. texture, we'll get the I, – because I, I think he wants that whole build that Jack did in the final minute. We'll, we'll do that after the 7.30 news. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. And Kelly Rudy's up next. He's our weekly featured guest, powered by Sentinel Storage. Shop Canadian Store Canadian. Try four weeks free. Visit sentinelstorage.ca. Former NHL goaltender, now broadcaster, Kelly Rudy. Kelly, how are you doing? I'm doing fantastic. And yourself, Reed? Well, I'm doing very well. And it's always fun to interact with the listeners to the show. And every once in a while, you get a suggestion. Sometimes it's Alrighty. for a guest. Sometimes it's a question for a guest. And, and this person actually sent this in when you were on last week, but I missed it. I didn't get it. I didn't okay. see the time to ask you. So the, right. the question basically was in all of Kelly's culinary adventures, does yes. he have a favorite chicken wings? Okay. Uh, boy, I'm going to go back in the archives and then I'm going to fast forward to current day. So many years ago when we moved back to Canada, there's a restaurant called Jack Astor's and they had just by far the best chicken wings. Now, I don't know if Jack Astor's is still around in Western Canada. I know that uh, I see it on occasion when I go to Ontario for the weekend or for the playoffs. And I always think to myself, man, I should go in there and have some of those old chicken wings because they were just big and plump and juicy and they were amazing. And I, I used to get them almost every single time we went into that restaurant, but very, very, uh, I don't like spicy. So very ordinary. I get to salt and pepper or just plain, but the key is to chicken wings, Reed, 
you've got to have blue cheese dipping sauce, not ranch. I, I can't stand ranch, but it's got to be blue cheese. And current day, where I love my chicken wings the most, at, out at Predator Ridge, out in uh, uh, just outside Vernon, that happens to be my happy place, and the wings there are delicious if you're out there. Well, you know what? I'm with you on the blue cheese dip. I do like ranch yep. as well, but if I can get blue cheese especially if the wings are a little spicier. I, for some reason, I okay. like that combination, but I'm with it's you. It's a big, the, yeah. Yeah. It's a big upgrade. The, the ranch, the blue cheese instead of ranch. There we go. Words to live by everybody. Blue <laughs> cheese instead of ranch. I'm going to get Kelly a t-shirt with that. You can, you can wear it to the, to the games. Oh my gosh. Okay. Well, that's fun. All right. One mystery solved. Uh, and, okay. and I will tell everybody if this inspires you to send Kelly food questions tonight, that's fine, <laughs> but I'll save them till next week. We'll maybe we'll do a full food segment some other night. Hey, I got to ask you about something else fun here. There's a Twitter account called Oilers day by day. And I never saw it before last season. I think it started last right. season and they right. tweeted the 1981 season as if it were happening day by day. So November 5th, whatever. Oh, wow. So yesterday, wow. here was the tweet from now this year they're doing 1982. Okay. So this this caught my attention yesterday. And here's the tweet. The Islanders and Oilers were supposed to meet in the Stanley Cup finals, not the CHL semifinals, but this will have to do. Once again, okay. <laughs> Kelly Rudy has bettered Andy Moog 7-4 checkers over wind. Indianapolis got a goal from Monty Trache, Brian's yep. brother. Uh, okay. And my roommate. And my roommate for two years in Indianapolis. So we had a really great connection. Do you remember that series? Oh, of course. Because it was my first year in the minors. And uh, uh, I, I remember we swept Tulsa in the first round. We we beat them 3 nothing, And I don't know what happened, but there was some sort of a confusion or mix-up or or some, or maybe uh, the Oilers somehow convinced the Islanders that the Oilers fans should have a chance to see their farm team. And uh, we were the top farm team for the Islanders. And uh, kind of the cool connection and the, uh, you know, the the uh, the brewing sort of uh, uh, rivalry between the two organizations. So we had to fly all the way to Edmonton and we played game one. And I can't remember the score of that, but I know we won the game because we ended up sweeping uh, Wichita for nothing as well. But I do remember the game because and I did read the article you sent me, but uh, we got off to a great start and then they roared back and uh, they had the lead going into the third and uh, all of a sudden uh, we exploded, I think for four, maybe in the third and, uh, and we took them, but, uh, but I remember Andy and I had some playoff history going back to the Western hockey league when I was in medicine hat and Andy was in uh, Billings and we played in the four, first round a playoff series and it went to game seven. And so uh, I had known Andy well and uh, Andy actually years later reminded me of he was a goalie sort of uh consultant i think andy's only one year older than i am uh at the okanagan hockey school when when i went there one year as a kid 
and Andy was helping out uh, in the goalie program because Andy was way ahead of uh, my level. And uh, he remembered me as a, a camper going to the school. And, and that was really cool because I, frankly, I didn't remember uh, Andy uh, as the one of the instructors at the camp. Um, and so Andy and I have had this really cool relationship, even though we we're rivals for a while there in the National Hockey League. But yeah, what a great series. And then we ended up uh, playing that year uh, Dallas in the finals and we won. So it was uh, my two years in the minors were just nothing short of phenomenal. We ended up winning the championship both years. And so my time down there was extremely valuable and fun. You shared the Terry Sawchuk Trophy for best goalie stats with Robert Holland, and you won the yes. Max McNabb Trophy as playoff MVP in 1982. Pretty cool. Yes, and then I think the next year, Reed, not to uh, blow my own horn, but it certainly sounds like it. Well, I think I was the league. I was I was the league MVP, and uh, yeah. So my time down there went better than I had expected or thought that it ever would. All right. Uh, yeah, we'll look that up later. That's a story for another day. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Kelly Rooney joining us tonight on Inside Sports. Uh, all right. A couple of th I want to touch on two other things with you. One is fun. One, unfortunately, is kind of sad. We'll start with the fun okay. one. And okay. uh, Mike Smith continues to shine. Took a couple shots at the empty net last night. Uh, yeah. I, I asked Mac T about it, and he said, two-goal lead, go for it. Uh, your right. attitude, uh, go, goalie going for the empty net. I mean, maybe Mike Smith is, a, is, a, is his own category. <laughs> yes, and he would be, right? Because, yeah, you know, the way he shoots the puck is unlike uh, most guys that have ever played the game. But the other thing is, I think it, the attitude has changed. As Mac T said, you know, go for it, and, and uh, you have a two-goal lead. The likelihood of it haunting you uh, is very little. But as I told you before, you know, I started in the National Hockey League with Al Arbor, and that would have been viewed by Al as a very se selfish play. And uh, and I think I honestly tried it one time with a two-goal lead, and, and he tore into me, and so I never tried it again. Even so much so, I remember when I was in Los Angeles, and keep in mind, Reed, most people wouldn't know this, but back then I could handle the puck pretty well for a goalie, like really well. And so uh, in L.A., when we'd get a two-goal lead, a lot of my teammates, including guys like Luke Robitaille, were really encouraging me to go for the empty net. And I just couldn't. I couldn't get out of my head how disappointed Al Arbor might be if I ever did it. And so I had so many opportunities to do it. Uh, and I passed them all by and, uh, I don't regret it, but because I guess it was the right thing to do, but nonetheless, it would have been cool to, to try for sure. All right. And I, I got to ask you about Mike Bossy, who unfortunately we lost almost a week ago and uh, an absolute pillar of those great New York Islanders teams. Yeah. I, I likened him on the weekend to, uh, our Jean Beliveau. There was just, uh, you know, Mike was so classy and, you know, he had this walk when he'd walk into the arena that it, he looked as though he was uh, so confident in his own abilities. Um, and, you know, it, I, I just think of him sitting in a stall getting ready and, and how uh, it, there was a air of uh, confidence that none of us could ever fake. He just had it. It was, uh, he had the so-called it factor, um, just an incredible hockey player, but he was really complex. He wasn't like a, 
I, I hate to say this, but a typical hockey player, he had, uh, you know, he had real, um, he voiced his concerns over certain topics, uh, not only about the game of hockey, but other things. And, you know, as you might recall, Reed, in 1979, he went on record saying that he uh, he doesn't agree with fighting in the game. It should be abolished. And uh, he, he held firm to that stance. He, he kept that stance uh all along and continuing into his broadcasting career and so uh, i always admired mike because whenever he took a stance and he'd get some backlash he always uh, uh he never would back down and uh, we'll miss him dearly kelly well said always a pleasure to have you on the show we'll be talking more next week and then into the postseason man it's going to be fun really appreciate it you got it thanks reed take care Kelly Rooney presented by Sentinel Storage. Shop Canadian, store Canadian. Try four weeks free. Visit sentinelstorage.ca. Six thirty, Chad. Inside Sports with Reed Wilkins. Weekdays at six on Six Thirty, Chad.